0: Yeah. That was good. Amelia, do you have one? I do not. Okay. I've got. Apparently, uh,
1: to bring them back was a difficulty because one was in a, a stage play at the time. So wow. uh, I think she could only give them one day and flew in and then flew right out.
0: Oh my but, gosh. Mm-hmm. Now, did y'all also read that it, supposedly? Um, Gilligan decided to do that in part, at least, after talking to um, a, a big fan who I thought was a teenager with cancer. Yes, who yes. said he wanted to he wanted see to know
2: what happened to them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he was the one that uh, that episode uh, five oh nine was was dedicated to him.
0: Oh, to the
2: teenager. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's Aww. oh, I remember he yeah away. when we. talked at the end of that oh wow that's cool and sad um for me it was granite state skyler listening to the um uh whatever it was i don't know prosecutor or the the guy talking to her y'all know at the conference table yeah and he says you know is she listening did you hear anything i said yes and god i didn't write down her her words there can somebody Quote her for me, please. But uh, echoing back to Walt uh, in the pilot, listening to the oncologist, who then says, "You know, did you hear what I said? Yes, cancer, inoperable." Yeah. And and they seem to both have that same white noise background noise going on, um, where they where we actually couldn't hear any of the words that the other person was saying.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought that that's was a cool. goodie. Yeah. That's, that's, a real, that's a really great
0: choice.
1: Yeah, I think she says something like, yeah. yes, I'm in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think she says, yes, I'm fucked. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: right. Another use they of use, they,
3: they already used up their fuck. That's right. <laughs>
2: that's right. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they just, got an extra one for this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> just like in the yeah. pilot, apparently. Yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> there you go. Um. All right, how about, what was your favorite lie or excuse that Walt told? I'll start then. Mine is in Ozymandias, when we see the um, the flashback to his and Jesse's first cook, and we saw him planning the lie that he ended up telling Skylar when he called, and he you know, went through all that stuff, Bogdan has a... Bug up his butt. <laughs> he never mm-hmm. had to actually say all of it because she readily believed him. Susan,
2: well, I didn't use one of Walt's because, you know. Oh, okay. The, the question was just written as favorite lie slash excuse. So. Oh, true. I I picked true. one of I guess he Wasn't the
0: only liar. Was he, he wasn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Other people lied in this show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> A whole
2: lot of lying. On yeah. <laughs> so, but this was this was close to Walt, and it involved Walt. It was one of Skylar's lies. Uh, it was her her story about the gambling. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> when when she made up that story and told Marie when they were all sitting there in, in the hospital when uh, Hank was after Hank was shot.
0: That was good. I, I that just reminded me I had considered uh, saying Skylar, you know, like Bimbo Skylar in <laughs> season four when she goes in there to help Ted get off yes. the hook with the opera. That was brilliant too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm sort
3: of gonna echo Susan here because my favorite, one of my all time favorite scenes on the show is the scene in Bullet Points when Skylar has the entire script of the lie. Yes. It's it's an un, it's it's a nearly unprecedented scene for television because that scene goes on for a very long period of time. It's like 7 or 8 minutes. It's a really long scene of nothing but dialogue. And it's one of the funniest scenes in the show for me. Brian Cranston's reactions during the whole thing, too terribly. <laughs> Just <laughs> And and then when the actual lie is told later on, and he actually does incorporate the things that he said he would, not it's a great framing device for the episode. That, that to me, is my favorite lie slash excuse on the show
0: as well. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Amelia? Nope, pass. Okay. <laughs> Chris? I, I
2: honestly, I don't remember any. So.
1: Well, I, I did have one in mind when I wrote this one down. And that would be the tale that he tells the DEA when he calls Skylar and chews her out for meddling in his business. That whole sequence was an emotional tour de force. And being able to see his expressions being the exact opposite of the things that he's saying, that was just extremely powerful. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: It, it's interesting, as we discuss this, all the different lies over the course of the history of the show are, are starting to pop into my mind. Like, Ooh, I mean, that one is I mean, what Chris just said, absolutely, that's probably, that's his biggest lie. But then we could go a few episodes earlier to the the fake video confession, oh which is, which, <laughs> that which, was none of, which I don't know anyone who <laughs> saw that coming, and though it's so perfectly constructed, and you're just... Yeah. As we watch Hank and uh, Marie, you know, staring at it like almost slack jawed, I think the audience is too. Is like, holy shit! Not only is this amazing, yes. the lie is more believable than the
1: truth. Holy
0: crap! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a yeah. really good one too. Actually. Yeah, yeah. My, my jaw literally was on the floor with that. One. Yes,
2: yeah, <laughs> I was absolutely right there with Hank and Marie. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just, I just remember so talking, that's a good next other, question then most unexpected turn of events. And
2: and that's it. The confession video.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Does anyone have a different one other than the confession video? I was going to, that is a great one. There
3: wasn't my choice. There's two that came to mind, uh, but the one I'm probably going to go with was when we came back to the final eight episodes, we all, despite how the show Goes in unexpected ways and twists and turns, I think we all pretty much felt, okay, Walt and Hank will eventually confront each other three episodes, four episodes, five episodes into the series. When it happened in that very first episode when they came back in Blood Money, I was like, I can't believe the show is doing this. this is that shocked me and we were we were all talking about it for the next week, the whole tread lightly moment, whatever yeah. Um, right after my runner up is when we find, when we realize that Walt actually poisoned Brock in face off cuz i don't know if anybody saw that coming
1: no for me it would be the and some people had issues with this like it, it, what's hilarious to me is like okay it's the teddy bear the teddy bear in the pool
2: uh-huh.
1: the res, re, the resolution of that like the whole meeting Jane's father in the in the bar and his having a breakdown and that leading to a midair collision. Some people felt that was way too far fetched and felt that was like one of the 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 one things that takes them out of the show. I don't feel that way at all. I I was intrigued by it throughout. And when it was resolved, I was like, what? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Because I had all sorts of theories for, especially when they were like, it seemed to be laying bodies out in front of their Mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh,
2: man. Right, something happened, and that's, you know, that's uh, Walt and Skyler.
1: (laughs) Yes,
3: oh, God, that's right. (gasps) I was just looking for, like, a little baby body.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, but we saw the teddy bear, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, so true. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, how about then your favorite cliffhanger? Ooh. I'm going to oh. say Hank on the on the toilet. I mean, I know that one's obvious, but <laughs> going with it anyway.
2: Mine is in, in the next episode at the end of Blood Money when the the garage door closes.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Mine is Jesse putting pulling the trigger.
2: Oh yeah. And at the end of season 3. Yep.
1: Yeah, and not knowing what was going on because what was weird was the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. It looked like he might not be shooting Gale in the head. Right. It looked like he might be shooting to the side or something. Right. I ha- I had the exact same thought when that when I watched that
0: episode the first time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was was that the season finale? It was. Yeah yeah, oh my gosh. See, this is the problem from uh, binge watching and just going, <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. You mean, you didn't know if if Gail was dead or not until the next year?
1: Yep, when that's you right. see that hole under that's his right. cheek and it's like, oh man, he fucking did. <gasps> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh wow. I totally missed that experience. Wow, mm-hmm. that's okay. Cautioned um. all you binge watchers out there. <laughs> Literally. I mean I, I Well just, they've already
2: I, watched it by now. No,
0: but well, you, did,
1: you didn't notice the change in seasons?
0: I it did, I was ginger? so anxious to get to the next one. I don't remember if I took a moment to pause and realize that oh my god, a million people out there had to wait a whole year to find out the answer to that.
2: And right. you watched What, 54 episodes from a Saturday to a Friday?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how she rolls. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It
1: is. I I did Battlestar Galactica the same way.
2: Did you? Power. Power Power watch. (laughs) Yep. It's not binge watching, it's power watching.
0: (laughs) Thank you. There you go. That's
1: vacation stored up. Nobody in the house? Time to watch a series. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. All right.
2: And Amelia? I guess I will go with recent and pick the shootout in the desert.
0: Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good good. I right? yeah.
3: uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with Kelly's choice because that was, of all the, of all, I'm thinking cliffhangers from one season to the next. Although, absolutely, from one episode to the next would work just as well. But I can't think of any other episode. I, having to wait so long to find out what was going to happen when Hank left that bathroom was, yes. I, I don't think I speculated as much about the show as I did between those two half seasons. So that's why I, I got to pick that one. hmm
1: it was so right. much more rewarding than the Walking Dead's uh, <laughs> Merle and and uh, his brother in in uh, the, the pit of zombies <laughs> mid season.
0: Uh, poor Merle.
1: <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever said that in the history of life. <laughs>
0: I think Daryl <laughs> did. Daryl probably thought it.
2: He's the um, only one.
0: I know, but you know what? That's why I'm saying poor Merle because I like Daryl, and I know you're just a good him. person. I uh,
3: probably said I probably said poor Merle because he was probably one of the only characters I thought was really kind of fun to watch on the show. So in that sense, I said poor Merle.
0: Oh,
1: you're just a bitter man.
0: <laughs> no, I. I <laughs> A <laughs> separate issue. Oh. All right, who's your favorite villain? Gus. Yeah, me too. Ditto. Yeah. How,
3: however, I, I would say if if Tuco had lasted more than just a couple episodes, he probably would have might have given Gus a run for his money because that mm-hmm. performance is amazing. Mm-hmm. Tight, but, tight, tight. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I, I, every time I rewatch, I'm like, wow, he's so good on this, Gus. He's so electric, but yeah, Gus Fring,
0: absolutely. Tuco, well, he was good, the, or the actor that played him was good, but I just, I didn't like the character at all, and he annoyed me. Huh. Yeah, I, I know, I haven't the, heard anyone re- else say that, so The sorry. reason
3: why, yeah, the pro- the thing with Tuco is, I was always scared when he was on screen that something could happen at any point in time with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what, like, so under- the, under- the,
3: under- yeah. the unpredictable nature of Tuco is what made him really scary to me. hmm
1: he trade. represented that part of the drug trade that they were not in the same depth as he was, <laughs> as he represented. It's like, yeah, you might have a hat,
0: <laughs> but that guy... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you and your little hat, yeah. Oh, the hat. Now oh, I th-
2: I, you know, I have Gus, but I also have Heisenberg.
0: Yeah. So look at, Gus oh, look or at Heisenberg. You.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Hey.
0: Yeah. Amelia, how about you? Um, I was gonna go with Walt. Yeah. She's gonna pick Skylar. Aw. <laughs> 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 and I'm gonna well, pick Holly. It it all comes back to the baby, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, who is your favorite meth head?
2: Everyone when... knows it's Wendy.
0: Yes, you do. <laughs> Not, not for me. Just because she gives blowjobs for a living does not mean <laughs> she's a bad person. <laughs> blowjobs
3: blow with those teeth is just a scary fucking notion. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the cup, the spooge and the skank will always have a filthy rat infested <laughs> place in my heart.
1: <laughs> I think Skinny Pete makes a, a nice second second run.
0: True. I don't like to count him and Badger in there because I have hopes that that, like you know, that they finally finish the twelve steps. Damn it! <laughs> Are <laughs> you kidding? In the last episode, he's like, "Hey, hook a fellow up." Uh, <laughs> no, know. <laughs> I can hope. You're making yeah. that crazy blue. <laughs> yeah. mm. All right. What? Who's the character that you hate the most? Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say jack oh amelia
2: well we know amelia's answer (laughs)
0: are
2: we right amelia is that right cheater yeah the cheater is uh oh my gosh i
3: i was trying to figure out what we would what we meant by hated I mean, I didn't know if we meant a character I just didn't like and hated wasting any screen time on, or just a character, or the love to hate kind of a character, where I just I, I, I hate just, them so much, you know.
1: Yeah, it, I don't think there are bad characters
3: written in the show. Period. Right. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking because I actually like. Well, I actually do like all the characters on the show, even the assholes.
0: Yeah, as characters. Yeah. But
1: like who? Who's the best that you love to hate? About? Love to hate. When
3: I first oh, well, no. had...
0: well wait real quick, I don't love to hate Jack. I actually hate Jack. I don't think he is a a bad, badly written character. He's an excellently written yeah. character, but I hate him. and I don't <laughs> love to hate him. I just hate him. It's... And you know that my instinct is not to hate yes. right uh, but I hate uh, him
3: in my mind, the the two mean the same thing, but that's just for me, I guess. Um, mm. so because. I I originally I thought it was going to be a dead heat between Uncle Jack and Tuco, you know, cuz there, there were two characters. I couldn't wait to see how and when they would get killed. Mm. But, you know what? Once I realized that became my way of defining the question, I realized, no no no, I got to switch dance partners here. No no no, it no. can't be either of those two guys. It's got to be fucking Todd. <laughs> because <laughs> I was I was hoping and waiting for like Oh, Jesse, please, Jesse, kill Todd. I've been, I was waiting all season for that. So the ultimate satisfaction was in the finale. So, I, yeah, I'm picking Todd for this one.
1: Okay. Now, see, I kind of like Todd. Not that, you know, I didn't think he was a likable character. I just like Todd. <laughs> as far as the despicable character that I kind of hated, that would be the Don. Huh. That would be oh. Stephen Bauer.
0: Oh, wow.
4: Okay.
1: Right, okay. Because he was just slimy. And, like, he was a guy who got the best of Gus. Yeah. <laughs> and well, like, at first. Only at first. Well, at first. And then, a slow, what, for for how many years?
0: Oh, right, <laughs> true. <It's down. laughs> I mean, mm. Gus's revenge is pretty fucking awesome.
1: Yes. It, it, it spawned a great revenge sequence, and it was good to see him floating in that pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I love to hate the Don.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we are down to the last several questions here. All right, still waiting to hear the one I like the best. I don't know which one that is. I know. Tell me what. <laughs> it. it'll be a surprise. <laughs> it'll be the one you cut out. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So go ding, ding, ding. All right. Um, favorite song or needle drop? So favorite you know, like tune that they used, not soundtrack, but actual song that they dropped in, in a scene. Susan.
2: I have two. (laughs) My God. I I know. Yeah. So there is the scene where, okay. I will choose word mule. That's the scene where, where Hank is going through all the evidence, the copies of all the evidence in his garage.
0: There was
2: a
1: song to that. Yes, there was a
2: song to that.
0: Okay, and it was Susan's favorite. She
1: <laughs> yes, she just told <laughs> you,
2: and it's called "Word Mule."
1: Could you okay. could you hum a few bars?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, listen, people don't know what you're talking about. It, you know, you know I, she's gonna. Now she's gonna play it over the podcast later on. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I used it in as <laughs> in the podcast for um, episode 509 for for Blood Money.
3: I wasn't on that one, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did listen to that. Since one. you weren't I on did. it, you
2: didn't listen, huh?
3: That's right. <laughs> <sighs> I guess it wasn't the help of Susan, but I didn't. You know. I, I did, did.
2: Alright, well, um, yeah, just, just go back and listen. And, or I can, I can just stick in a little bit
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'll pause your music and you're back. Huh. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Chris, what is your favorite? Everyone song? knows she's Wendy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Though I, I did have another one that I wrote down, but that was that was really my favorite. Amelia, do you have a favorite song moment?
2: Crystal blue persuasion. All yeah, right. <laughs> see, <laughs> I knew someone else would pick that.
3: <laughs> well.
2: All right,
0: and Scott.
3: Well. I was about to say uh, "Crystal Blue Persuasion," but I'm going to go with my special shout out instead, since it's been said. I'm going to go. My special shout out is for Gail's love of Peter Schilling's "Major <laughs> Tom." <laughs> so, yeah. Gail Bettiker's version of "Major Tom" will be my favorite song.
1: On Facebook. And the whole version of it is available on
3: YouTube.
1: Yes, it's oh. a beautiful thing.
3: And I love that, and I also love that song. I want yeah. a single.
0: <laughs> I did all right <laughs> Ground control All right So before we get into Like you know The end of the Academy Awards here With all of our favorite Favorite favorites How about the weak, Weakest link Of the show Like was there something That you had a hard time Believing Or, or buying You know
1: I do All mm-hmm. right What is it It's the convoluted plot that led to the cigarette. Basically, <laughs> the uh, the fact that everything that led to Gus's death was so contingent upon so many things falling in just the right way, it kind of stretches it for me. I mean, okay. I enjoyed it, but like... When we got down to it, it's like, he did what in order to do what? <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it just seemed like it was it, that. That just seemed a little thin. Okay. I can see that. Having Huel pull the cigarette, uh, pull the cigarette. It, it's, I don't know. It, ju- mm-hmm. it just seemed a little weak. Scott? Well, it's not
3: like me to be critical of anything I actually like, but I'll try. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. I'm the one who can be critical of things that I do like. Um, actually, what Chris said, that's not a bad one because I, I there is a, I do have a little bit of an issue with uh, the way season four comes to a head, uh, mostly around the cigarette and the poisoning of Brock thing. I, I still, even though it's been explained, I've read articles about it, and I was like, yeah, but did you have to do that? It seems a little convoluted and a little really, but I, I go along with it. But my biggest issue on the show so to speak I thought the shift in Skyler's character from season four to the early season five should have been a little bit more gradual. It just seemed a bit too Oh, wait. Now, now I, it, it, he's a monster and I'm going to act all creeped out from this point on. It it seemed a little bit much for me personally, although I kept defending it to other people, even though secretly it bothered me too. Because <laughs> uh, that's the way I roll. The other, the, and the other thing, which I think we've talked about before, uh, I would call it the weakest repeating link on the show. Although it's well done, I got a little tired of the tendency to have Jesse start every season or half season being in some sort of weird mopey catatonic or whatever funk i was like all right how many times are we going to go through this yeah 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 i get it you're you're upset and sad enough already so and i really didn't believe it at the beginning of these final eight episodes i i felt really now 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 you're going to be like this really i I didn't buy it at that point i know other people did but me personally i didn't care for it
1: but like Mike had been killed, and he okay. was pretty much but, resolving that his, so his they, dad you, did it. So these were our picks
3: for what our opinions and our favorite moments and whatever. So, like I said, there's no right or wrong answers here. So if it's what how I saw it. Then it's, I know. I know. And we've had this conversation before, and I already have dis—I disagreed with you on a previous podcast. So you know,
1: yeah, I but I like with- disagreeing with you on multiple podcasts. Yes, I—I I, I know
3: that's why I made the and this is your last earlier.
1: chance to do it exactly, oh, motherfucker.
3: i am fucking—I'm being fucking put to sleep after this podcast. Apparently, wow. Okay, uh, <laughs> if, I, if I knew we were being serious about that, I really would so go right, out with a fucking takes,
2: bang. Got
3: out back, <laughs> we're gonna. I mean, this podcast is going to be face-off, Chris, but I watched half of face there.
1: Face.
3: I've oh. talked about it, Admiral. I just, I, I don't believe it. it I, thought, I thought that realization had already come before that. I, I didn't believe his actions really made sense to me there. I, I thought, really? Now, again, I found it a little tiresome. It was my least favorite thing about the final eight episodes, to be qu- quite frank, was... Jesse being, you know, in the state of mind that he was in. Because I just, I've been there and done that enough times on the show already.
0: Okay. All right. I, believe- I, don't, I don't have one for this. Susan or Amelia, do y'all?
2: Uh, kind of. But it was um the, that character, bringing in the character Declan. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just like
1: nah. Wolverine.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Wolverine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's why they killed him because you know they they saw that it wasn't really going.
1: But he got to say one of the most badass lines to him ever. That's
2: right. That's right. To yeah, I mean he was the the say my name scene. You know, we we got the that. Only,
1: what was upsetting about? yeah
2: he was he just had I don't know he, he just had no they I mean they brought him in for that scene and then um the next time we saw him they we saw him they killed him so it's just like
3: he was more of a plot device than an actual character
2: yeah yeah
3: he you know you know I, I get what you're saying he's okay. there the he's there functional he's a functional reason why he's there but we don't unlike all the other villains on the show we don't really get much more about him, so he seems like he could have walked in off the set of CSI or any other network TV show, there wasn't anything much more to him. So, right, I, I get what you're saying, actually. okay?
2: Okay, even though I, I couldn't explain it, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. Okay. Well, they do characters like that all the time, though, like Max Cherry, but not a <laughs> he showed up, not breaking bad. <laughs> Yeah, on Breaking Bad, Max Cherry shows up and he he fills that role in one episode. All right. I
2: didn't have a problem with him.
3: <laughs> I'm uh, actually I'm actually drawing a blank of what you're talking about, but The yeah. Disappearer. Oh, okay. Wow. But but yeah, but here's the difference. He appears in one episode, but we feel we know so much about him, he and he's played with such gravitas. So actually, it's, that almost defeats the point of comparing that character to Declan, who basically is there just to be a sounding board off the amazing lines of Walter White and Say My Name, and then he gets killed later on. Max Cherry is a fully realized, like, wow, he's amazing mm-hmm. on that episode. I don't think anyone was saying, wow, the guy who plays Declan is amazing and saying right. My <laughs> Name. On the no. He's fine. He's fine in the yeah, part. He said it's, his name. <laughs> it's just, there's just not much to him. He's just a functional part of the series, whereas... In Granite State, I mean, Max Cherry plays a major part throughout that entire episode.
0: So, yeah. The, the scene where Walt pays him to stay uh, for, you know, ideally two hours, and then it's just one hour and mm-hmm. play cards together while he's having chemo, that I had written down as one of the saddest moments for me. Yeah,
3: yeah absolutely. And it also, that also told us a lot, not just about how sad Walt is at that point in time, because his life is nothing it also tells us a lot about the Max Cherry character, that even while this guy who's dying and going through chemo is offering him money to say, he still negotiates him down to just one hour instead mm. of two. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just business. Yeah.
3: Just business,
1: indeed. Yeah. All right. Like a- Duly dressed down. No. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. No. I, 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 can I admit that I'm wrong?
0: I can't do that. Jesus. But nobody's supposed to be wrong. There's I no wrong. wrong. That's right. These All right. right. If you want to be minutes. wrong, be wrong. I'm you not going to tell you you're wrong about being wrong. So <laughs> be wrong. God damn. You're right about being wrong. Okay. Excellent.
1: I appreciate my right to be wrong. All right. I'm going to make that
3: into a ringtone later.
1: Anyway. Have fun. <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> you for it.
0: And have have we heard from Amelia? <laughs> Amelia, do you have one? Um, no. This
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? this podcast is the weakest link I don't think so oh. <laughs> you are wrong again man
2: <sighs> Chris is the weakest link
0: yes <laughs> I was
1: putting it in as <laughs> oh
0: okay <laughs> best Jesse and Walt throwdown I, I don't have one for this who does Battle of the Titans
1: Mine would be in the Winnebago when Jesse wants his money after being blue in the toilet. Okay. Blue in the toilet?
0: No, I know. <laughs> still- I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah. I actually, I
3: actually, <laughs> I actually agree. My favorite physical fight between them is is in the RV in uh that's that's in Down. That's my favorite f- physical fight, and the, the verbal one is the one I mentioned earlier when. Jesse is ripping Walt apart from his hospital bed in, a, in, a, in one minute.
0: Okay. Awesome. Last few. Let's do uh, favorite season, favorite episode. I'll remind you. I'm just going to tell you what they are right now first. Your favorite season, favorite episode, favorite line, and most satisfying moment. All right. You did cut it. Which one did I cut? Which one did Pre- you want?
3: Pre-credit teaser. No, Bingo!
0: Okay, <laughs> okay it, it for that.
3: Okay. <laughs> See,
1: I knew it. I knew it. I knew <laughs> all <right>. <laughs> you it.
0: Your favorite pre-credit teaser. God
1: damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we, we can be friends after all.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm all teary now.
1: The mariachi I band
0: down for
1: this. What? Sorry. The mariachi band. Oh, wow. Playing that's the cool. Heisenberg song. That was yeah. amazing. Yes, that was yeah,
2: amazing. Yeah. All right, I, I have an answer for this one. Okay. Um, in 51, the, the new car montage. <laughs> <laughs> the new, oh my, <laughs> that's,
1: my, that's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one. And only it's mentioned you know. twice in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know. I, Whatever. I,
3: although I thought it was hard to top actually the pilot, because I think that's a pretty amazing pre-credit teaser, I'm actually going to go with the pseudo-flashback at the beginning of Ozymandias, mm-hmm. because it's awesome and heartbreaking all at once.
1: Uh, and, and the last shot of the series. And mm-hmm. that as well.
3: Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm sad again. Aww. I can't believe I said mean things about the show before.
0: (laughs) That's why we're ending on all favorites. You know, Amelia, your favorite pre-credit teaser.
2: No, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm saying the uh, season five, episode one and episode nine, the uh, two flash forwards. It just created so many questions. So the one where, you know, he's buying the gun and the Denny's on his 52nd birthday. And, and then from this last season, with the skaters in the pool and everybody wondering who wrote Heisenberg on the wall and we never found out. Oh, well.
3: Excellent choices. Yeah.
0: All right. Your favorite season. Scott?
3: <sighs> I am constantly torn between seasons three and four as far as my favorite season. I'm actually, but just thinking about it literally as I'm speaking, I'm going to go with season three, actually, because some of my favorite episodes are all in season three. Uh, one minute, uh, half measures, full measures. It's it's a really great season. I think um, it's a really huge turning point season for the characters of both Walt and Jesse. Um, we get a lot of gusts that season. and So I, I think that's my favorite season of all. All together, yeah. Season
0: three, okay. Malia, do you have a favorite season?
2: I don't, because other than the last season, I couldn't tell you what happened in what season. So.
0: It's a bit of a problem for me too. Binge watching, oh, okay. but um, right. But I I loved, <laughs> um, I really loved the the season where it was predominantly Gus, so season four. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but um but I, I just love it because I really loved him and 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 Mike and Jesse and all that. So mm-hmm. season? I, um, I,
2: season four comes to mind. It's my first first choice when thinking of favorite seasons. because yeah. So, yeah, we got some more of Gus's backstory and. But then you know, everything Scott said about season three, you know. So but yeah, I I'll choose season four.
3: Yeah, I, I don't I mean, obviously I would say you can't go wrong with any season and three and yeah. four are neck and neck and honest and all the Gus Fring factor was making me lean towards season four, but it's the Hank in bed and being miserable for most of the season compared to the way he is in season three, which made me tilt towards season three. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's literally Hank made me switch from season four to season <laughs> three for that question. Yeah. All right,
1: Chris. I'm going to have to say season five all because right. this excellent. show could have ended so terribly, yeah, and absolutely. they defied all reason to give us one of the most excellent f- conclusions imaginable. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like every episode. Just like had its, you know, knew its place in time and and provided us with uh, an amazing journey. It's like I'd watch one episode of the show in the final season and it'd be like watching three episodes of another show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: but if, if the show had ended in season four, if, if the season four finale had been the series finale, that would have been fantastic also
1: true, but season five, I, I don't know if I could have done without a
0: season yeah. five. That's yeah, why it's like yeah.
4: freaking season. Of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally satisfying. Yeah. Um, favorite yeah. episode. Susan, you want to start it? Okay, but I have five choices. <laughs> oh my uh, Pick one. <laughs> I actually have a list of like 18. But
1: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh <my God. sighs> all right let's do it do it do it come on
2: okay um
3: do the five that's fine
2: okay we'll do the five in no particular order four days out ozymandias half measures felina and the pilot
1: all right Wait not to pick <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Chris, your favorite episode. Face off. Mm. Mm. All right. Excellent. Amelia?
2: I guess I will just go with the pilot.
0: All right. There's no just with this with this show,
2: you I know? know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like we could literally pull one out of a hat and, and it would still be good. <laughs> or not choose at all. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Now, I know you already blogged about your top 25. Was it 25?
3: Yes, I did write a blog covering my top 25. And I I think once you get to the top five, or even 10, but the top five, I feel they're kind of interchangeable. But I think my five in order were Better Call Saul, The Pilot, One Minute, Ozymandias, and my number one choice, look, I'm I'm agreeing with Chris, was uh, Face Off. but I will say right now I wrote that blog, what, like a month and a half ago, I guess? If I wrote that blog today, I think I would be bumping half measures up into the top five because I realize that's definitely one of my favorites. But I'm going to stick with Face Off as my favorite episode altogether. Okay, cool. All
0: right, well, uh, I will say my five real quick then. Um, I I, I literally did have like 13 of them tied with number five, but... (laughs) (laughs) I I won't, I won't tell you all 13, um, half measure for number five, number four confessions, Mm -hmm. uh, season five, episode 11. Number three is Rabbit dog. Um, number two is Salud where we saw Don Eladio get killed. And my number one, Ozymandias Mm -hmm. just felt like, you know, it, it answered just about everything we've been waiting for got a lot of season 5 in there wow i know and yet i said for favorite season 4 clearly it really wasn't so i just was <laughs> trying <laughs> saying something um okay before we get to a favorite line we actually had favorite moment and separately most satisfying moment do y'all have those as the same or did you come up with two different things Uh, because i actually didn't answer anything for favorite moment i just answered most satisfying moment
3: i actually have answers for both
0: yeah so do i all right we'll do both then so uh let's do most satisfying moment first scott you want to start it
3: sure um satisfying moment let me rack my brain i.e flip through my notes okay um you know I could go with the obvious choice, especially considering what I just said my favorite episode was, which would be Walt actually vanquishing Gus in Face Off. But that's not the one. I'm going to go with a scene from uh, season three in uh, Caballo Sin Nobre. When Saul Goodman wipes the floor with Jesse's parents and their asshole lawyer and gets the house back for him, that's, for some reason, I don't know why... That's the moment that makes me cheer the most, and I know. God it's... damn you, Scott! That was mine, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, this is my most satisfying moment of the podcast.
4: <laughs>
3: I was sitting life.
1: here all smug, going to go. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Jesse's parents, <laughs> and there goes Scott. <laughs>
3: you know what? You can expand on it further. I'll, I'll stop talking about it right now.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing a great job, and you're absolutely right. So, once again, we are simpatico. Scott?
0: That's Scott's most
1: satisfying moment right now.
0: <laughs> this is so <sighs> sweet. I see, I'm getting all teary now on this. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be Bonding. friends. We're going <laughs> to be friends after all.
3: Yes. I'm going to go rent Star Trek into darkness now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris, do you have something you want to add to that scene, though, about why it was so satisfying?
1: It was. Uh, At just an amazing point when um, Jesse's parents selling the house are thinking that they're, you know, it it was just Jesse had had such a bum deal up until that point. And the house obviously was a big sticking point for him. And to be in a place where he had a lawyer to go in and not just any lawyer. The lawyer <laughs> go in <laughs> and just wipe the floor with these people, <laughs> and then that whole scene when he's like, you know, uh, th- th- where they th- they think that you know the owner is coming and he he has to go, and it's like oh, it's mine.
3: <laughs> it's just such, it's such a great moment. Such
1: a great yeah moment. yeah.
3: It, it, it to me it, it's like I think it's almost like the answer to season twos down where everything where he loses everything it seems. This mm-hmm. is to me is like Jesse getting everything back and the lawyer and his parents who were such dicks to him before. It's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I said it. That's right, I said it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, your your fuck count has been low this podcast.
0: <laughs> I know i c I've been counting. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, what did you find most satisfying in Breaking
2: Bad? Jesse killing Todd.
0: Oh, uh, nice. yeah. Yeah. That was good. Susan?
2: It's another Jesse moment. I think we all have Jesse moments, huh, for most satisfying. Uh, when when Jesse's BS detector started working, um, you know, when he was... Uh, Sitting in the in his living room, with on the couch, with Walt with the money between them, when Walt brought back the uh, duffel bags full of money. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah.
3: that's a good one. Yeah, good one. Yeah.
0: Um. So I'm going back to salud when Gus kills Don Eladio. Just the whole scene out there. I, I, I had felt so heartbroken for Gus when we saw his partner, whose name I have now forgotten, Max. Thank you, Max. Get killed like that, and and Gus be so upset. But this just was totally satisfying. And you know, even after that, when they when they got to the makeshift hospital and everything, it just like to know that 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 Gus won in that moment, and at the mm-hmm. same time protected Jesse. You know, like kept him from drinking the uh the tainted liquor. Um yeah. That just felt totally satisfying. All right, so favorite moment then? Susan. (laughs) Okay.
2: Um I'd have to say the parking lot shootout in one minute. That was pretty amazing.
0: Good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris? I agree, Action
1: Hank is an excellent scene Skip me Go to the next I'm gonna pass <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay Alright Amelia
1: Believe it or not, I have an answer for this
2: <laughs> <laughs> My Favorite moment is Skinny Pete playing the piano Oh. oh. I I love that scene. It was unexpected, and um, I have a thing for piano players, so.
0: Awesome. All right, Scott?
3: Wow. Um, I'm going to – I wouldn't call it cheating so much, but I'm going to pick two moments from the same episode because I think they're cause and effect, so to speak. Okay. Uh, Mike's monologue about when he was a beat cop back in New Jersey in Half Measures, for me – that's my favorite monologue of the entire series. So I love that scene. And then that, the fact that that leads to Walt taking that advice to heart, so to speak. And when he runs over the two dealers and shoots them and everything and tells Jesse to run. So that little, those two going back to back there, I mean, not back to back, but you know what I mean. They're connected. Mm-hmm. That's, those are my two favorite moments on, of the entire series, definitely. Awesome.
0: My favorite moment was in Felina, Walt, and Skylar in the kitchen. Mm. That whole scene. It's a great scene. Yeah. Um, all right. Drum roll or sad trombone. <laughs> <laughs> We're now down to favorite line. So I'll start this off because my favorite line is from that same scene, the kitchen and Selena. I did it for me. I liked it. I was really I was good at it. From Walt, of course.
1: Chris, I think I have an answer for the previous question.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I,
1: thought, I had to think on it because like I, right. I, I, I I didn't you split hairs. <laughs> so, um it would be um Skyler confronting Ted in the hospital. And um, beginning the conversation one way and ending it a very different way. For me, that was like Skylar coming into her own as the gun mall that she would ev- eventually be for a very limited period of time. <laughs> but, like, once again, the show, you know, it subverts what you expect what your expectations are and my expectations at, at all points. But it, it kind of ties in with my whole thing about like, just tell her in the beginning. It's like, I always saw Skylar as being Walt's right-hand man. You know, she knew the money, he knew the, he knew the, the chemistry Mm -hmm. and Jesse knew the business. So like, I always kind of envisioned that's where the show was kind of going Mm. and no, none of that. (laughs) All that would be way too pat for these guys. But that one scene crystallized for me at at that point in time, like um, her finding her power and liking it Mm. just like her husband does. Yeah. Cool.
0: All right. Do you have a favorite line?
1: Uh, you're goddamn right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott.
3: This is was for me. This might have been the most difficult question. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know why. Uh, maybe it's the quote-unquote writer in me. I don't know. I was well, like ten- every
0: line is so fucking good. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
3: I mean, I. I I was almost tempted to go with uh, a line we referred to earlier, uh, Mike's last line before he dies: uh shut the fuck up and let me die in peace. But um, I'm going to go, and I hate being obvious, but uh, I, I, I have to go with it. It's For me, it's got to be the whole, I am the danger, uh, the one who knocks, little speech from Walt, from Walt. I mean, to me, that's still the, the pinnacle of the Walter White slash Heisenberg character. And... I've watched that that one moment, that one minute. I don't know how many times, and, and we know I did a pretty bad version of it myself. But uh, that, that's still my, probably my favorite uh, bit of dialogue from the show. Cool,
0: Amelia. Initially, I was going to say
2: magnets, but yeah, I can't. I, I can't think of anything.
1: Magnets, it is.
2: Bitch. <laughs>
3: can, can, can I, can I also say that if I went another direction, I would have went with Jesse's cowhouse line in the pilot. <laughs> because that's my other
0: favorite line on the show. That was great, too. Yeah. And Ooh. Susan. Favorite uh, line.
2: Again, I, you know, like Scott, I could go a couple different ways with this. Something that I quote a lot and that we've quoted a lot tonight uh, is tight, tight, tight. That one, <laughs> and then um, then a, a, something a little more more Heisenberg is one of Heisenberg's early appearances out in the the parking lot of the hardware store. The stay out of my territory.
0: Yeah,
1: great choice. Uh, um, great scene. That awesome. Great yeah. lack of choice.
3: <laughs>
2: There are no wrong answers. Great two scenes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stay out of my mind.
3: <laughs> oh, we, yeah, it's kind of hard to pick the favorite Heisenberg moment on that show. There's so many good ones. So. Yeah. yeah. But that's a, that, to me, is one of the great ones.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to hear a couple of Facebook answers? Yes. All right. Ooh. So... So question of favorite episode, Heather said The Fly, or no, it's just Fly though, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. sorry, she wrote The Fly, but it's just Fly. Um, Michelle noted quite rightly that it's it's impossible really to pick just one, but she said Granite State, and Mike said, sorry, reading through it now, uh, Ozymandias. All right, so that was with me. And the other question that we asked on the, in the Facebook group was the moment that hooked you. And Heather said, when Jesse poured the solvent in his bathtub. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Michelle said, season one, episode six, crazy handful of nothing. When Walt used the mercury fulminate. There we go. And Mike said... Um, I guess that one too. Yeah, he said that was the moment for me too. So I think mercury ful- mercury fulminate as well. Awesome. So our listeners are in sync with us.
2: Yes, and and we have a uh, a voicemail from Jason. It's kind of long, but hey.
1: <laughs> so is this podcast?
2: That's right. So whatever it, might
1: it had to be.
3: be. It had to be. Uh, that's <laughs> what she said. <laughs>
4: Hey, Geek Girls. This is Jason Schenkel from the Nattercast uh, calling in on uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yes, our retrospective. So what I have here is uh, I got myself a, a couple of my favorite uh, and not-so-favorite scenes from each of the seasons. I'm just going to r- run through those for you uh For you right now, starting with season one, the top moment for me is is the opening. You know, we open up right on that barrel of that gun with the Walter and the tidy whities And from the moment we saw that, we knew we were in for a party, you know. Low point for season one, I'd say, would have to be Brian Cranston's precancerous toupee. You know, when they had him, they had him shaved down, but they had the uh, Walter White still with a head of hair there for a while, and it, it looked, uh, it looked like upholstery. It looked like it looked like a a rug in a in a '70s suburban rec room or something like that attached to his head. I'm glad they shaved that sucker off. You know. Um, season 2 uh, High point of Season 2 Got to be Better Call Saul You know uh, bring, Bringing Saul Goodman in As uh, the world's greatest Ship's computer The guy who just knows The plot of the exposition And can scan for life forms And open hailing frequencies And do all that All that kind of stuff That uh, that the cast and crew Can't do um, And uh, ABQ You know uh, with The death of Jane I think uh, was First of all Really important for, for for Jesse I think the Jane's death Is when Jesse Kind of phase shifts, you know, from uh, uh, being this kind of annoying sort of punk kid who you, you know, aren't really, don't really have a lot of sympathy for to somebody who's really you see that he's really beginning to to feel the impact of of Walter's choices on his life. Also ABQ introduced uh Mike airman Uh they couldn't get uh it was supposed to be Saul. They couldn't get uh odenkirk for the that one episode and so they introduced a new character, Mike the cleaner, and and I remember saying, "Who's this guy? Who's this guy who's drilling into people's houses and cleaning up bodies and doing all this kind of stuff?" and it's it's Mike the cleaner. Low point of season two, I got to say, I'm going with the airplane crash. I just think, uh, you know, it's like it was, you kind of lose me when you have airplanes crashing in midair right over Walter's house. I mean, you talk about on the nose. It just, it felt kind of cheesy. It felt kind of like a cheat. And then once they had their cheat, they didn't want to do anything with it. Points off for the airplane thing. It's like, that was a half measure. It It was a half measure. Season three, speaking of which, season three, got to go half measure, full measure, a fantastic uh, couple of episodes, but but Fly, I think, is the one that, that really did it for me. Just Walter and Jesse just in that room looking for that fly. It doesn't seem to be all that reasonable of a thing to be doing. It doesn't seem like a fly would really mess up the cook all that badly. But uh, just it was just a sign of Walter's, you know, uh, sort of detail oriented obsession and his 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 compulsion to to you know do things a certain way no matter what. Uh, season four was a party, man, season four. So uh, we have box cutter, we have crawl space, we have face off. I mean, you know, heroes are defined by the villains that they face. And once once Gus Fring became his enemy, Heisenberg came into his own, ultimately, you know. Um, of course, you know, poisoning. I got to say low point for this season, the whole Brock poisoning gambit with the fake cigarette. We saw that Brock had been poisoned. And for a whole week, we didn't know how it had happened. We didn't know what Walter's story was. And there were fan theories that turned out to be true that it was Walter, that Walter had gotten Huell to switch out the cigarette and done all this stuff. And by and large, they were dismissed as absurd. So when you have fan theories that come up and mostly people say, oh, you know, that's there's no way Huell could have lifted it and just people – blow holes in it right away and it turns out to be what you were actually you end up doing to me that's a lose but for for top of the season uh you know every, uh, crawl space i guess you know you can't really ultimately can you can you say anything besides crawl space is just, the mo- just uh, phenomenal but my personal favorite is shotgun that's the one with uh, jesse and mike uh, riding around uh doing the pickups that relationship the mike Jesse relationship to me is one of the better ones on the show, and this is where it really starts. And so, uh, I, that, I'm going to nominate that one for my favorite from that from that season. Season five coming to us in two parts. Uh, first part, uh, I guess you know, gliding overall, you know, you can't crystal boost persuasion. You can you can't really argue with that being probably the best episode. But my favorite was Dead Freight. Um, I love me a good train heist, you know, and just. The whole like first figuring out that Todd is something's a little squirrely with him, you know. He's he's got a screw loose, you know. We didn't. We, this is when we first get get an indication of that. And Jesse, you know, this is uh, it's kind of the 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 throughout the season with the magnets and everything like that. We have this this rise of Jesse as the guy who comes up with plans. You know, just all of the fallacies involved with that. You know. Uh, um, Sort of come to to fruition when Todd just shoots that kid. This that episode left us in this incredibly uncomfortable place, which is that given the you know parameters of what they're doing, it's not it's not entirely clear that what Todd did was the wrong choice. You know, it's evil and horrible and psychotic, but so is like heisting a train so you can cook methamphetamine. Once you're once you're bought in to evil and horrible, it, it, there's is there some stopping point? Uh, in the second uh, half, the bottom half of season five, uh, of course, to Hajjali Azamandius, kind of taken as one episode, those two together, um, that that's the fall of Walter White. You know, that's the end of Heisenberg as 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 someone who's gonna ever get away with something for his own good, for his own self. Up to that point he could make the argument that he hadn't lost anything. And then of course, you know, Granite State and Felina yeah, as the The post-Heisenberg, you know, rap. Here's Walter White in kind of this post-Heisenberg state, you know, in his final resting state where he's got to come back and he's got to use his Heisenberg powers to actually benefit the people in his life to basically sort of try to make as much amends as he possibly can. And, of course, you know, before he expires, we see that it's impossible for him to make that much amends, you know um so, so, great finale to the series there i just I felt very satisfied because they had taken us to this point of. You know, where half the audience was kind of on Team Walter and wanted him to ride off into the sunset with Lydia and Todd where they were going to go cook meth and flip the bird to Skyler and just all this kind of like Team Heisenberg stuff that was a little bit silly in a lot of ways. And then there was this kind of like Team Punisher situation where we wanted to see Walter, you know, not only get cancer, but also get, you know, uh, a a disfiguring injury and to be tortured and to you die. Die a miserable, slow, agonizing death on his own, and um, you know, just it seemed like it was going to be impossible to create a finale that was going to satisfy uh, everyone, right? And I guess you never can do that, but I think that Felina nicely played to both to both parties. You know, it was a very bipartisan episode. It- Anyway, so uh, fantastic series, you know, like all the episodes were pretty much winners. I mean, I, I, I never can't really recall one that I really disliked. Um, some of them were mediocre, but they were all they were all watchable and all really really good. And 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 at times, it' fantastic and, and got better and better as it went. And it, it really uh, paid off. Investing in the show really paid off, and I absolutely love it. So uh, look forward to hearing to the cast and uh, talk to you later, geek girls. All righty. That was great. Jason Shagel okay. from the oh. Nattercast uh, calling okay. in. On... Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just replayed. Okay.
4: As a team, we Walt just
0: played that at the. Be- Sorry.
1: As a Team Walt fan, I'm insulted that he would think that I, that heading off with Lydia and Todd was was the plan that I had in mind for <laughs> Walt's final resting place flipping the bird to Skylar and the like but yeah he covered a lot of good points
3: i thought i thought he made a lot of excellent points I don't necessarily agree with a few of his assertions but you know that, that it is what it is I, i'm still trying to figure out if me and chris being on the podcast are therefore geek girls or not but but <laughs> like, we have your moments are we on, are we honorary geek
1: girls or something? yes we're on that We're pissy to each other enough.
3: That's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, he. I mean, he definitely made a lot of great, great, solid points. Uh, I could feel Chris's pain myself because I didn't quite agree with his what he said about the uh, the airplane crash. Because, well, it crashed over the town. I mean, it looked like it was over everybody's house, not just Walter White's house. It covered the entire. Area, but I get what he was saying, and
1: yeah, I, but it was a payoff I, to a wonderful setup, and it's like, come on, yeah. <laughs> I, I the people who have issues with that, I, I think they're looking at the singular event and and thinking that was. I, I don't know. I, I I I don't quite understand the argument that this was bad storytelling. Oh, I don't. And that's don't. what they say. They say yeah, that you know that was that was terrible storytelling, and they they dropped the ball there by having a a, a plane crash overhand. It's ridiculous. It's like uh, okay, <laughs> if you say yeah. so.
3: No, those people are ridiculous.
1: It's not ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, what's with this? You and me on the same side. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's like what happened here.
1: It's like <laughs> Batman and the Joker teaming up. <laughs> Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't... And I'm wearing
3: a... Oh, no, I'm wearing a Superman watch today. Never mind. Damn it. Wow. We're done with Breaking Bad. The party's over. Our final words.
0: Magnets, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) You know, this whole podcast, I did it for me. I like that. <laughs> I was good at it.
3: I would I would use the same quote except I'll cut out the I was good at it cuz nah, I wasn't. But I did do it for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's right.
0: Totally social. No, you're you're the smartest guy I ever met and yet you're too stupid to see <laughs> <laughs> They made up their minds 10 minutes ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very, very nice. Well, thank you all for uh, joining us on this uh, wonderful journey through Breaking Bad.